before we get started, I just want to thank Nolly Williams for being here. If you don't know who he is, speaker, author, trainer, this guy has spent more time teaching real estate professionals how to do what we need to do, which is get listings and grow businesses and scale, right? I don't know anybody who's got more classroom time teaching than Nolly. So I'm really thankful. Thank you, Nolly, for being here today. You're a badass. Thank you, brother. And you know, if it wasn't for my outdesk, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. You know, I, seriously. I mean, you, you know how I roll, man. And my VAs take real good care of me. So I appreciate what you do. I love it. He's the founder of Mentorship Masters, where he takes people through a process and teaches them how to sell virtually. And so we're going to talk about that today and why that's important for our audience. I mean, here's the deal. I was on um, today with one of the largest real estate teams in the country. They have five offices, more than a thousand agents. And the leader in that team was like, I'm not sure how to sell virtually. I don't know how to attract agents. I don't know how to take listings. And so that's our topic for today. And I'm really excited to have Nolly here and share. So this team leader that I was talking to, she was nervous and scared that she wasn't going to be able to convert people virtually. And literally this conversation happened today, this morning. So Nolly, first of all, I want you to do an introduction so everybody knows who you are and really what your world looks like. I've told them a little bit about you, but I want you to give them the real good, good stuff, you know? And the reason I love Nolly, I met him, I don't know, 15 years ago now. What I love about him is that he's always positioned himself just a little bit different than his competition. I met him in the beginning, like a long time ago, and he had a book and he's like, hey, Daniel, I wrote a best-selling book about selling homes. And I was like, and I'm a real estate broker. And I'm like, wow, nobody's ever wrote a book about how to sell your home fast for the most money. This is amazing. And so that was my first introduction to Nolly. Since then, I've consumed everything that you put out, every single class, everything, single blog post or email I watch. But Nolly, let's give the, the group a reason why they should be listening and what kind of give them a little background about who you are? I'll make it a brief background. You know, I, I've been an entrepreneur since the age of 13, probably a little before that. Daniel, you, you know that how that is, you know, selling candy in school. We have similar stories there. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then that kind of graduated until um, I wanted to get in the music business. So I started a, a rap label. It became the world's number one Christian rap label. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you, we had 85% of the market. You know, I made my first million dollars when I was 29 years old. I actually mm -hmm. made $2 million that year. And uh, lost it all when I was 33, <laughs> you know, got into real estate and I took over a thousand listings during my first 10 years in the business. And, but the cool thing is I've learned how to do things differently. You know, I'm, I'm a master of efficiency. Like you talked about the book. This is the uh, original book. Um, we've got an updated from them, but consider it sold. Yeah. And I was spending so much time with sellers explaining to them the process of how I was going to get their home sold. I didn't want to spend all that time that I was spending with them. And I thought there was a more efficient way. So I created a book that walked them through the process of getting their home sold right. and subsequently helped make me famous in my area. So I teach two main things. Number one is fame. Number two is efficiency. Right. You know, I teach people how to become famous and how to be become more efficient. And if you, if you do those two things, you can quadruple or even 10 X your sales in the same amount of time that you're working now, or even less time. I love it. And today's topic, if you're listening right now, today's topic, houses don't have to be seen 
to be sold. Everything you need to figure out to sell virtually in the real estate space. So I'm really thankful. If you're listening and you want to get a copy of our book at the end, stay to the end because we're going to give it away. A copy of our book plus our Go Remote guide. So everything that we're going to cover today, we have a 12-page guide on how you can take your real estate practice fully remote, meaning not a single person in the office. And that's what we're kind of focused on. We've been doing that for 13 years. And so we're going to give away a guide plus a way to get to Nolly if you find his information interesting and you want to deepen a relationship with him. So stick to the end for that. Nolly, what are we going to cover on today's call? So a couple of things that I want to cover. Number one, we're going to talk about how to do stuff virtually. You know, when I was 23, started my first business, it was home-based. And, you know, Daniel, back then I, I said, hey, if the president of the United States can work from home, why can't I? Ah. And so honestly, my whole life has been, how can I do this from any country? How can I do? And, you know, my big uh, thing for doing this was had nothing to do with COVID or pandemic or anything. It's just that I love to travel. I want to be in Europe. I want to be in Spain. I want to be in wherever, you know, Costa Rica. I might want to be in Belize. I might want to be in Hawaii for a month. And so, but how can I do that without it affecting my income? So that was, that was kind of my big why of how I started working. I mean, not at the beginning was I couldn't afford an office at the beginning. That was my big why back then. Right. But I've worked from home ever since the first home that I bought was 6,000 square feet just so that I can convert two, thousand of it into office space. Okay. Um, and I had people that came there and, you know, you've actually taught me a lot about the virtual space, but we're going here, to, here's what we're going to cover. Two things, primarily, actually four things. Number one, we're going to talk about mindset because in order to work in the virtual space, you've got to change the way you think, got to change the way you think. It's a completely different way of thinking. And then we're going to get into the how of it. And I'm going to give you three yep. steps um, for the how. Number one, develop your system. Number two, educate the seller. Yep. And number three, partner with an agent that can help you. So we'll kind of go through those in that order. Yeah. Uh, but that's what we're going to cover. Okay, man. All right. Well, let's get going. Let's talk first. I mean, I go back to that huge office with a th- more than a thousand people and she's like, I've never sold on Zoom or virtually and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to go. I don't know what my close ratio is going to be. I'm not sure what my follow-up sequence can be. So let's talk about the mindset of how she needs to, and our audience today needs to kind of adapt and, and kind of embrace this whole virtual world in order to successfully grow their revenue. Absolutely. So, you know, the mindset is going to be the biggest piece. And we talked about that already. I mean, if a person can't wrap their mind around the reality that sales can happen virtually, you know, mm-hmm. they're really not going to snap into that paradigm, if you will. The, the title of this is, you know, houses don't have to be seen to be sold. And right. that was just something I shared with you in a conversation. I was like, man, houses don't have to be seen to be sold. I learned that, Daniel, just a couple of homes, a couple of hundred houses in. I was like, why am I looking at this house again? I'm, I'm doing the same routine, the same stuff. You know, the sellers are excited about me walking through their house. I've probably seen the house a dozen times. Right. If you, you know, if you've seen a 2185 square foot home in that subdivision, you've seen them, seen them all. I mean, they're excited about you looking at their house, but that you looking at their house is not what's going to create the sale. You know, right. so that, that really is a paradigm shift early on. I don't know if you remember, uh, remember when I wrote this book, Yes. Success with short sales back in the day. So this is, I wrote this in 2009 and toward the back of it, I have this, uh, this chapter where I talked about, should you attend the closing? And that was like controversial. 
Yes. It was like, cause I didn't intend any closings. I was like, why am I, let me think about it. Why am I going to closing again? I couldn't find any justification for going to, and, and in California it's different, but in Texas, you actually sit down at a closing for an hour, you know, physically. And it's like, I, I just didn't understand it. So I, I kind of outsourced that whole thing. And I've always been in the process or in the thought pattern of what can I get rid of? Okay. Yes. So I want to share a couple of stories. Hold um, on. I want to highlight something. Cause yeah. So I hope we have a guy, a new client, literally, he just signed up today. His name's Brian. Now this guy, his net worth is a lot. I'm not talking about a million dollars. I'm not talking about tens of millions. I'm talking about a lot. He owns a franchise with 12 different locations. That mindset that you just had is exactly what I was coaching him on. Cause we do a consultation here at my outdesk. We do the initial call and we're trying to figure out like, why are you growing at the spate at the speed that you're currently growing? And it's always about mindset. So you said something really important. I want to highlight it. What can I get off my plate or what can I get rid of or what can I not do? Why is that such an important mindset? Well, you know, success, moving forward in success is really about what you can let go of, not what you can add to your plate. You know, when you get laser focused on your strengths, on the core things that you're good at, and they may only be a handful of things and that's okay. But when you, cause really at the end of the day, there's only going to be one or two or three things as Pareto, uh, you know, show everyone, you know, Pareto was, was growing bean pods. And he was like, man, 80% of my beans are coming from 20% of my pods. So then he started looking at other patterns and we all know that as a, as a, uh, entrepreneur, if I have a real estate company, you know, I know that 10% of, of, or or 90% or 80%, it's going to be 80 to 90% of all sales are going to come from, you know, 10% of the agents, 10, 15% of the agents, you know, and it it goes on and on. So I've kind of been a a student of success and failure. You know, Um, I've studied it both from the outside looking in and on the inside. I've personally had a home foreclose. I've filed bankruptcy personally. Yep. Um, I've made millions and millions of dollars and lost them all. So I, I'm a student of that. And, but my personality profile, because I'm always tested out as a engineer, that's my profile. I just naturally look at systems and mm-hmm. they just, it just makes sense to me. The reason why Daniel, that people are doing, uh, I was talking to a gal three days ago, her owner of her company just signed a 10 year lease at hundred thousand dollars a month. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Big, 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 big office. If, if I said it, you know what, which one it is. And yep. and now here it is. They've been, they've been vacant for almost, you know, a couple months going on three months. And so the reason why we continue to do things the way that we've always done them is because we don't challenge the things that we do. The mm-hmm. unexamined life is not worth living. Okay. Mm-hmm. Forget who it was that said that, but the unexamined life is not worth living. And the reality is everything that we do. And I do this all the time. I say, why, why am I doing it that way? Well, that's because that's the way we've always done it. Just like our real estate industry. Well, we've always had offices. We've always had a building to drive to. We've always had, we've always had. But see, what you're seeing though, is many companies like Apple and like uh, Zappos and other companies that are saying, wait a minute, we've always done this, but why have we always done it? They never stopped to to, to question it. Twitter's a great example because Twitter just announced that the entire company is not coming back and you now have a choice. If you want to come to an office, you can. And if you don't, you don't. Nari, let's go through that story that you were about to tell. So, so one, one of the stories that, that I was thinking of this morning, I said, you know, and you'll remember this, Daniel, I was walking through the exhibit hall. We were, I was at a Keller Williams conference. I was at Keller Williams and I was walking through the conference and you were like, Hey man, what's going on? I remember you were sitting down on a chair with me. Yeah. And you were hanging out at your booth, yep. booth a little bit. 
And you were like, man, what's going on? I said, man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I got, and I started talking about different companies that I'm doing businesses and things like that. And you knew about my software company more souls. And you said, yeah. Hey, I said, well, man, I, I need somebody to run that because my guy that's been running it since I started just retired. Like he's done. Nice. So you told me, I don't know if you remember this. You were like, well, just hire one of our guys. And yeah. I was like, nah, it's not that simple, man. This guy. And I started giving you every excuse why I couldn't change what I was doing and do it differently. There's no way somebody in the Philippines is going to be able to help my customers, yada, yada, whatever, whatever kind of line of stuff I gave you. And, yep. and you, you kept drilling down on me. And you said, look, <laughs> get your butt. I don't know if you remember that. You said, get your butt over there and fill out the application and let's get you going. I don't know if you remember that. No, that's my standard. That's my standard call. If you're okay, you're, you're right now, watch out. CTA. Yeah, man, stop whining. Let's get you over. And you walked me over to the thing to fill out my application to, to hire a VA. Now at this, I mean, Chris, that was like six years ago, maybe seven. Yeah. And Chris is still with me. He runs that division of my company and he allows me to spend about 30 minutes a week in that business. And, and the business is going, it, it's, a, it's a going concern, but he operates it. Yeah. And so it, it really is a lot of times it's just getting over the belief that the way that you're doing it is the only way. Another thing is back in the day, I used to go on a personal listening appointment where I would physically go on the listening appointment. Right. Well, then we changed it to where we would 100% just have them come to the office and we list them that way. Yep. And we we're like, why are they even coming to the office? And I made a policy. It, this is funny. You, you, I made a policy at our office that we would not list a property. I mean, we would not act physically go to the property until we had the listing agreement. And once we had the listing agreement sent to us, like signed and everything, you know, DocuSign, back then we were just PDF and they would print yeah. it out, sign yeah. it, hand it back to us. And then we would go to the house. And I've been doing it that way since probably 2009, maybe 2010. Uh, I remember I was, I was teaching a class and Hollis Dean, who ran my real estate company back then, he was, he was in the class. And I told him, I said, hey, guys, the last 300 houses that I've, that, that I've sold, I haven't personally seen. And Hollis just started laughing and laughing and laughing. He was sitting on the, one of the back rows. And I was like, man, here I am. These, these people respect me. And my main man is laughing like uncontrollably in my presentation. I said, Hollis, let us in on the joke, man. What he said, man, you haven't seen the last 500 houses. <laughs> he, he, Cause he knows. And, and, and back then it was a standing joke. Cause I would tell people I work about three hours a week in my real estate practice. He would laugh. He said, man, you don't put in no three hours a week, maybe, maybe two hours. I'll give you that, you know, but, right. but it's all about Daniel back to the original question. It's all about why am I doing this again? And mm -hmm. is there a better way? Those okay. okay questions that we have to ask ourselves. Okay. Let's go through it right now. Nolly, I want you to go through your system of yeah. listing a house with never seeing it. Yeah. Let me, before I do that, let me share one other thing because it's so important and people under underestimate the power of building belief. And, and, and it, it just struck me with this kind because by the way, I've never taught this before ever. It, this is something that we teach privately among our you know, group, if you will. Yep. Um, and, and it's kind of our uh, inner circle type strategy. Yeah. Um, but leave it to Daniel Ramsey to get me to, to coax me to get <laughs> some of my insider secrets, but, and I'll give it all away. I, I don't have, I'm not going to hold anything back, but I remember one time I was speaking um, on stage with, with a couple of other people yep. and, and it was in new England and one of them was Lance Loken. Okay. Yeah. Now, those of you that don't know Lance Loken, he sells about a hundred homes 
a month. Say it again, about 100 houses a month, Lance Logan. So he's spoken everything, and he's just like the most introverted introvert you'll ever meet. You know, yep. like he's super introverted. So we're going back to the elevator and I'm, I'm jumping. I said, Hey Lance, hold on. I jumped on the elevator with him. I said, well, what's going on, man? You going back to the room to refresh? I said, we got lunch coming up and then we got more speakers and we got, he said, no, I'm done. I said, what do you mean you're done? He said, I'm in, I'm out. I said, you sick? What's going on? He said, no, I'm just, I just don't like to be around people that much. I said, uh -huh. well, tell me more. So he started telling me all this stuff. I said, man, so I started learning from him. The guy sells a hundred homes a month. But he, he, he just, it wears him out to be around people. Okay. Yep. That's his personality profile. So yep. he doesn't go on listing appointments. He doesn't go on buyer appointments. He doesn't go and doesn't do any of that. Yeah. But he runs a very profitable enterprise. And so if people could just realize, and, and so all I want you guys to think about right now, and the reason I'm reiterating this so much, Daniel, is because one of the big reasons I don't have this conversation very often, right now it's very apropos because of COVID. But before COVID, man, I start telling somebody, well, I don't go, I don't go on my listing. But man, that's dumb. Why would I, you know, they, they didn't even understand that not only was it a way of doing business, but they had no desire to do business that way. Mm -hmm. Like, no, they have to see you. I was like, no, I don't think they do. I mean, I was on a, uh, I was on a plane. I was, this is the last one I'm going to share. I was on a plane. I'm trying to remember back when I was on a plane, but it's been a while, but yeah. you, okay. The, the, there are three seats, right? On Southwest. So the guy sitting at the window my wife's in the middle and I'm on the edge, on the aisle. Yep. Yep. So the guy kept looking at me. His name is Horatio, looking at me. And then he'd look away and he'd look at me again. And he kept looking at me. I said, you know, I'm thinking to myself, what, maybe this guy, I, I don't know. So then he says, are you, you're in real estate, aren't you? I said, yeah, I'm in real estate. Yeah. I said, you got something you need? He said, no, but you sold my house. I said, yeah. I did? He said, yeah, you sold my house. Well, I, it turns out, Daniel, I sold his house like four years earlier. Yep. He paid me about $13,000 to sell mm -hmm. his home. Never yep. met, never seen the guy. Okay. Right. And I said, and I even asked him, I said, have I ever talked to you? And I did a YouTube video about it. So you can go out and look at it. Nolly, Horatio, you'll find it. I'll go there now. But I did a, a, a because it, I, I found it fascinating. Um, he says, man, you did such a great job and this and that. So I interviewed him. I said, let me ask you a question, Horatio. Did we ever talk? He said, I think we talked. I said, I can't remember. I think we talked for like 15 minutes at the very beginning. Yep. That's all I ever talked to him. 15 minutes collected a commission. I said, let me, now let me ask you this question. I said, if I were personally involved, just think back on your trend, your transaction. If yep. I were personally involved, would things have been any different? Like would it have been better? You'll see it on the video. He thinks like this. He's like, I can't imagine a thing that would have been better. I mean, it's just, it was perfect. <laughs> right. And so what I, what I want people to understand is that not only are there people out there doing this, mm -hmm. but you should consider doing it. You yeah. know, and, and my out just makes it possible. So let me, let's get into the how. You ready for that? The how? The how. Let's do the okay. how. So number one, write this down, guys. If, you know, if you're driving, don't write. <laughs> <laughs> don't write. If you're at a place where you got a pen and paper or a whiteboard like I have behind me, write this down. Number one, you've got to develop your system. Well, here's what I do. He's going to pull it. He's going to pull it out. There's going to be lots yeah. to it. And, right. And by the way, it's no, no, I, I mean, I'm, I like things very simple. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm a master at taking the complex and then making it very, very, very simple because you have to do, you have to make it simple or people won't do it. You know, yep. 
Um, yep. Especially real estate agents. I found that out. <laughs> I every day. I know how they are. Yes. I'm one of them, right? right. So, here, so here's the different systems that I have, okay? So I have a re- retail system, retail listing system, okay? Yep. This is for traditional sales. Uh, and I'm not going to go through the whole system. I'm just going to give you the idea behind this. I can share these with you guys if you want them. Yep. Uh, and then I have a short sales uh, team system, okay? Because yep. we, still, we still have short sales that we continue to do. I mean, at one time, Daniel, we had... 123 short sales in inventory. It's not like that anymore, but we still have a short sale division. I've got a gal that has been running that division for me for 11 years. Okay, so that's our short short sale system. And then we have our buyer team uh, system. Okay, now here's what I want you guys to understand about these systems. And I know they're blowing us up on the chat, baby. Look at them, they're blowing us up. I know, I know. First of all, if you're listening, we will give you um, we're going to give away um, the Go Remote Guide, get you a consultation, get you a copy of the book. Plus, we'll get you all all the things that Nolly's given yeah, you. All the stuff. Yeah. All the stuff. Nothing's going to be held back. So, so you'll get all this, but don't focus so much on this. Okay, this is a chronological order. Like if you take a, a what we call a retail listing, not a short sale, just a you know regular, regular home. Yep. Yeah, regular listing. Um, I, I changed it to retail listing because my coach kept telling me, man, I don't like that that term regular listing. I said, well, it's a regular listing. I got regulars and short sales. Which one you want? Regular or short? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Said, let's, let's change it to retail. I'm like, okay, okay, coach. When you look at this, this is what I want people to understand. Mm-hmm. What's in highlighted in blue, that's my team admin. Okay. That's my, essentially, that's my uh my VA that does that. Okay. The virtual assistant. Yeah. My virtual assistant. Yeah. And what's highlighted in yellow, that's my, what I call my property assistant. Okay. That's okay. a license. So, so the yellow is, these are licensed activities that a licensed person has to do. What's in blue are activities that, that don't require a license. Okay. Right. Uh, at least in Texas. Okay. Yep. Now, what, what is not highlighted? Those are the activities that I personally do. Now, what, what my job is, and, and this is when I wrote this book right here, and I explained this in the book, this book right here called Success with Listings, it's 430 pages. It's a beast. But again, I'm a systems guy, right? So I explained right at the very beginning of it, Daniel, that I have a 46-step system. I call it my 46-step system right there, okay? Yep. And the book is really about breaking down every single step. What people don't realize is that 91.3% of all these duties, you don't have to personally do. So on any given listing, I'm only personally doing about 9% of the activities. And that's why I won't personally ever spend more than three hours on any listing that I take of my personal time. Okay. So, so let's, let's look at how this works. So essentially if you, when you go down this and and again, I'm not going to go down it in, in detail because you'll get these, but the number one thing is generate the seller prospect. Then you, you do the initial phone consultation with the seller. Okay. Then I do a CMA. Okay. Okay. Stop selling virtual. You're right. not even doing a zoom call. You're just talking to them on the phone. Initially I do a two step. Okay. So yeah. the first step, let's, let's break down the phone call and what you say to make them okay with the fact that you're never, ever going to see the house. You're never, ever going to meet them. You're definitely not going to be at their beck and call because they're your clients. They're not your, you know, they're not your, I don't know, the, the chains around your body or your lifestyle, right? What happens in that initial call? 
So in the initial call, I have like, I have seven particular questions. I've got like a little worksheet and I go through it in the book of what questions, you know, what the big question is, how much do you owe in the house? But that's the last question I ask. Right. Um, but I get the property address. I get their phone number. I get their, you know, all their contact information. And yep. then, you know, and I just have a conversation with them. I just talk to them, you know, what's your, I need to know your motivation for selling. That's the big thing that I want to know. Yeah. Uh, your big why, why, why are you doing this? Um, and then, and then I just talk to them and then I start sharing with them what my system is like, you know, and it's, and I, and I tell them right off, I say, you know, my system is very, very different probably from any other. You say you sold two homes before. Okay, great. Well, you know, in the old days, and I start talking to them that way. I said, in the old days, we used to do it this way. Yep. But nowadays, here's how I found that gets the, the most money possible for my client and sells in the least amount of time. Okay. Are you interested in hearing how I can get you the most money? They say, yeah, I want to know about that. Okay, well, here's how I do it. I've got a system where, and then I explain to them my process. My process is that I'm not good at looking at houses. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm just not good at it. And they're like, well, what do you mean? You sold over a thousand homes in Austin. I, we, you, you sold my cousin's house. I know you did. I said, oh, you're talking about getting it sold. That's a different story. I'm real good at getting homes sold. I'm just not that good at looking at them. I was talking to a guy this morning, 82 years old, bless his heart. He just closed on a house, a house in Alabama. Okay. He's now ready for, you know, to get his house here listed. And he just wants somebody to come through and walk through and do, you know, do the, the dog and pony show and all that. Yep. And so I, I just explained to him, I said, now my business partner, and this is step two that I want to teach you guys, mm-hmm. is that you've got to educate the seller and you've got to partner with someone local yep. um, that you trust. Because the house has to be seen by somebody at some point, right? right. We don't have robots yet. We're, we're getting to that point. <laughs> Maybe we'll get there one day where we have drones go out and sign, you know, do all that. So what I explained to him, Daniel, is that quite frankly, I'm just not that good at looking at homes. That's just not my skill set. I'm a marketing genius. I'm a marketing whiz. I know how to price them. I know how to do the ad copy. I know how to get the right photos done. I know how to position them in the marketplace and I know how to get them sold. You know, I owned a marketing company for, you know, I've I've been in sales and marketing since I was a a wee little boy. And I I owned a marketing company for 12 years before I got in real estate doing music. Right. So that's just my strength. And I, and I tell him, but my business partner is really good at looking at houses. She's really good at it. I mean, she'll look at the grade of uh, carpet you have. She'll look at your countertops and it could be level one, two, three. She knows all about that. She'll look at the, you know, the, your custom paint and she'll measure the pH in your pool. She'll yeah. even measure how long your shag carpet is, one, two or three inches. I mean, she does all that. She's good at it too. She's my business partner. Hold so on, we, hold on. Uh, Robin has a question and I like it because I think I know exactly where we need to go with this. Here in California, we have to fill out an agent disclosure. Texas is the same. Mm-hmm. I just know that you have to have a, you know, yeah. it's like a disclosure that you've been in the home and you've, you've inspected the home in we California. We don't have that here, but yeah, go ahead. Well, in California we do. And I'm kind of like Nolly in the fact that I sold a lot of houses with never going to them, but yeah. here's Robin, I want to answer your question, but my partner in Nolly's world, it was a partner who's good at seeing homes. In my case, it was an office manager who was licensed, would right. go to the home, do the property agent disclosure form. And that's how we would check that box in California to make sure that we're doing exactly what the legal requirement of the licensed agent who works for our, my brokerage actually saw the house and fill out that disclosure. Yeah. You know, you know, another big thing, Daniel, that I found that people um, see agents have so many self-limiting beliefs and they'll tell me things like, man, that can never be done. I remember I was in Hawaii teaching in Kauai, in the, on the island of Kauai. You know, at this time, I think I'd already sold 1100 homes or whatever. And I'm doing this class and this gal kept asking questions. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, 
Hmm. But she was asking questions against, not curiosity questions. We love those. But she was asking them like, a, like, like kind of poo-pooing what I'm teaching. I'm like, so I'm thinking, I'm like, man, maybe, because I don't know, maybe Hawaii is like just totally different because I can find, a, I, I teach in every state. So I've never right. found any of my systems that don't work in any state if the agent has a little creativity. Um, and so, so I finally asked her, I said, how many homes have you sold? And, and people started laughing. I wasn't being facetious. I, I didn't know she was a brand new agent. She'd never sold a house. And so a lot of times what happens though, is that people have these, the, the limiting belief. The number one is that my clients will not do business with anyone else but me. That's the number one belief. Let's break that right now. Here's how I'm going to break it for you. I, this is the way I broke it for me. Cause I used to think the same thing. There's nobody that can put the Nolly Williams touch on it. Don't you know that if Nolly Williams shows up at a listing, it's lights out, it's game over. Look, I used to, man, I was so competitive back when I was with Remax. I had my van wrapped. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was one of the top 10 Remax agents in the state of Texas. So when I knew that they were interviewing more than one agent, I would stay just a little bit past my time. Just so they see that, that Nolly Williams van, man, they just kept driving. Like, man, we're not, he, he's already got it, you know? <laughs> and you know what I would do, do Daniel, this, this is, this is true. It, it look a little entertainment here. Yeah. I would tell the seller, I say, look, you want to interview three agents, right? I get that. You've already got the other two. Just bring us all here at the same time. Okay. I don't have, I don't mind. I don't have no problem with it. Just yeah. tell them you got Nolly Williams coming and then you, you're going to bring them in too. You know what they would do? Cancel. Okay. Cause they didn't believe in themselves. I, I thought it was fun. If I got it, I got it. If I didn't, I didn't. I, it's, it's a game. It, it's all, we're having fun with it. Right. That's right. That's the way you've always done it too, but here's how you, and so I always thought the reason I tell you that, what does that have to do with anything? Because I was like, man, if Nolly Williams doesn't show up, I'm not going to get the, it's not going to happen. Right. They only want to work with me. So then one day I said, how many homes sold in Austin? So I wrote down the number. It was like 12,000 the previous year. Okay. I times that by two. Cause there's two sides on every deal. 24,000. Now, how many homes did I sell that year? About 116. Okay. 116 homes I sold that year. Does someone else know how to sell real estate in Austin? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, somebody. And all you have to do is look at your, look at the inventory in your area. How many homes sold last year times it by two. There are other people out there that know how to sell houses. You're not right. the only one. I, I got right. you. You are not the only person that your client would deal with. Okay. And so what I tell them, I say, Hey, my business partner, who's licensed, because a lot of these things are licensed activities. So just think about it. Just, just, you know, I'm going to share the system and then, and then we'll get the Q and A to it. So yep. all these things that are in blue, I mean, in, in, in yellow, like presenting the incoming offer, negotiating any pre-option items or inspection items or post inspection items, attending the closing schedule and meet the seller at the property. Okay. To complete the evaluation form, all those kind of things are done uh, by someone else, by my, what I call my business partner, mm -hmm. my business partner. Okay. Yep. I'm going to share with them how I do that. I bet you everybody's your business partner in your everybody. business. Yeah, everybody. So that's the way it goes. Now look at my buyer checklist, set up the showing, show properties. Look at what I, I do. I do the initial phone consultation and set up a search on the portal. I was talking to a guy yesterday. He's moving here from San Diego. Yep. His price range is 600,000. Mm -hmm. And I've already done those two steps. I'm pretty much done. Okay. So now some, he's going to come out on the 29th. Somebody's going to set up the showings. They're going to show the properties. And then once it comes time to negotiate the offer, it swings back to my court and I negotiate the deal or I say, Hey, how much you want to offer on this house? Now, yeah. if it comes down to it and he really wants me to look at one of the houses that he saw that he really, or maybe two of them, I'll mm -hmm. go and look at those two, but I'm not going to go look at 14. 
Um, I've got a showing assistant, business partner that does that. I say, hey, uh, you know, I've got a business partner. She's really good at looking at houses. This is what you uh, And she's really good. at. I'm not that good at it, but I'm real good at negotiating and getting you the best deal for that house. You know, and if anything comes up, contingencies, things like that. I'm very good at, you know, keeping the peace, conflict resolution, negotiation. I do all that. Oh, man. He said, he said, and see, here, here's the thing. The seller will do anything you ask if they know why they're doing it. When I get done with my, with, with my speech to a seller or a buyer, okay, I could even ask them. I don't do it anymore, but I used to even ask them. I say, now, Daniel, after everything I've told you and showed you, would you still want me to personally? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want you to come to my house. <laughs> they, they, they'll tell me like, no, 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 please don't come to my house. Send yeah. so-and-so, you know, because yeah. it so happens that my business partner is an expert at all that. And I'm clumsy at it. And I'll even ask him, I say, Daniel, have you ever worked at a company where you were really good at something, but other people were really good at other things? Oh yeah, I've worked at companies like that. I said, well, that's like me. I understand what my strengths are. And by the way, did you know that not every real estate agent is strong in every area? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I guess that's true. Well, you know, why pretend that I'm strong in an area I'm not? I've got a business partner that's very good at that. And here's what yep. we're going to do for you. And here's how we're going to get your home sold. Yep. Okay. Man, yeah, anyway. Well, no, I think it's great. I've got a couple follow-up questions. A lot of people are asking, you know, what do you pay your business partner or your buyer's agent or showing assistant or the recruiting um, agent? Any tips around that or any, any kind of Nolly William wisdom? This is, this is a big reason why I don't teach this because, mm -hmm. um, now I'm giving my game up. Like you know. <laughs> it's all good, right? Hey, you know, Jesus said, freely you are given, freely give. That's what Jesus said. So I'm good with yep. that. Okay. So here's how I do it, man. And, and you got to understand, you guys have to understand, I think differently. You know, Daniel, you know this. I'm just a different way of thinking. I don't think better than other people. I just think differently. I'm out of the box. Yep. So what I did, Daniel, is I said, you know what? There are agents that are really good. And to be honest, to be quite frank with you, Daniel, there are agents that could sell the pan. I mean, they're, to me, they're better than me. If, if a seller asks me, hey, what kind of schools are here? Man, I don't know. I, you know, I, I know how to get your home sold. I don't care about the schools. We're going to sell it. <laughs> now, yeah. the buyers are very, they're very inquisitive on stuff like that. And that's why I, my buyer person uh, knows about all that stuff. They're just better at it than I am. So here's what I said. You know, now I could hire a buyer agent on my team. I could hire a listing agent, which I've had both in the past and paid them. In the past, I would pay them 30%. So I yeah. had a list specialist paid 30% uh, and I kept 70. I had a buyer agent and they, and you know, we did some kind of split 50, 50, whatever it was. Yep. Now what I do is I have a completely different system. Okay. Right. What I decided Daniel was that I was going to pay people by the hour. My rate is $25 an hour. There's no disc to the agent, but there's a lot of agents that are in between deals. So, Oh, you got five deals going right now. Well, then you can't work this one. And by the way, I have about six or seven of these business partners. So yep. I just happened to mention to my client uh, or my prospect, the business partner that I know is available to do this next deal. And I know that they're not, that person's not that busy. So even though she's got two deals going, she could handle some $25 an hour work and just work for, you know, two hours, one day, three hours, another day, and a couple hours the next day, you know, and okay. I just, you know, I want to say something about the trends going on in our industry, right? I'm a real estate broker and all you are too. The reality is the new trend is hourly showing and listing people. Like that's the new trend, Redfin, Zillow, they're just paying per hour. So if you're listening and you're talking about splits, I think that's the old model. I think the new model definitely is virtual. Number one, number two, it's probably going to an hourly rate. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's just a different way of thinking about it. And I get it. You know, uh, agents are worth a lot. But what I'm saying is if you're not busy right now, you've got an extra five to 10 hours a week that you're not doing anything with. Right. Instead of investing that time in Netflix, why not go ahead and invest it in a couple of deals that I'm going to help, help me with. And you're going to be gaining valuable experience. And by the way, they get all the buyer leads off the deal, you know, so that's, you know, the potentiality because I, I let them put their sign writer on all my yeah. deals. And, and then, you know, they, they can potentially get, uh, listing leads too, because I don't do the circle prospecting that I, I used to go knocking on, you know, I mean, that's hard to do right now anyway, right? <laughs> you don't want to knock. <laughs> yeah. So okay. what I did was I said, okay, it's, it's about $25 an hour, but instead of saying, uh, add up your hours and I'll pay you, I just came up with a, with a, basically a, what I call the Nolly listing assistance form. Um, and these are the duties. So place the sign and lockbox. I pay $40 to put a sign yep. and lockbox. That takes one and a half hours. I know how much all these things, what kind of time they take. $25 if uh, to do a seller home walkthrough. So that means you spend an hour with the seller walking through their house, showing them, yep. hey, this needs to be painted, change out those doorknobs, whatever. Uh, answer agent inquiries on the listing. So I put a second listing agent on every listing and I pay that person for three hours of time per listing for them just, just to answer any questions that any agent has about my listing. And I say, it's probably gonna take about three hours because by the time I sell it in five days, you might've spent three hours answering questions, texts, different things that come in. I don't wanna deal with any of that. So I'm gonna pay you a flat 75 and, and, and buy three hours of your time. Now, yep. if it so happens that it goes over that, like it's just a crazy property, then we adjust for it, right? And right. so I have a whole checklist just like that. And so when I, when I hire one of my uh, partners, um, and usually when I'm talking to a seller, I'll say it's either going to be Charles, it's going to be this person or that, or Rebecca, whoever it's going to, you know, I'll, I'll give right, them right. A, a range of people because I'm not sure who to be. And say, I've got three business partners that, that do that. And then, so what I'll do is I'll put it out there and say, hey, are you available to take this assignment? Yeah. Now, if they're available to take the assignment, they're going to get paid all the things that I need them to do on that particular deal. Um, and then I 1099 them, I pay them through, I have a company that I, I can pay them from my iPhone. It direct deposits the money. I pay every, every other Friday. Okay. And it direct deposits the money into their bank account and then it tracks it for 1099. So at the end of the year, I automatically, you know, I use Intuit payroll. So it's, it's a whole system and it's, it really is. I mean, when you're talking about, I mean, I charge an admin fee on every deal, 595. So the admin fee completely covers the cost of the person that helps me with the deal. So it doesn't, it doesn't affect my commission whatsoever. It never goes over $600 ever. Or the five ninety five for per, no, not unless they want to do some crazy show uh, staging, and then okay. we'll, we'll you know that we'll do that. But it's typically five ninety five. Oh, you mean this right here? Yeah, like yeah, one of the no, questions. No, no, no. One of the questions that we have is, what do all these costs cost add up to for a listing and for a buyer? Well, okay, let's let's take it. So, like on this particular deal, I did negotiate any uh, repair items. Attend closing, 50 bucks. I paid her attend closing. So you're looking at 50, that's 175, 100, that's 215. That's about 235, 235 bucks. Okay. And that's a real closing that you have that you're yeah, going to submit. Yeah, it's a real deal. This is one I got going right now. All right. Now let's look at the buyer side. Nolly buyer assistance, okay? $30 per house. That's what I pay, 30 bucks a house. Yep. Uh, now if, it's, if they're really going rural and it's crazy like that, I'll pay $50 a house. Yeah. For, for showing. Okay. The final walkthrough, I pay $40. You do the final walkthrough with the buyer. It takes like 20 minutes to walk through the house, you know, mm -hmm. make sure everything's cool before you go to closing. Uh, on a new construction buyer walkthrough, I pay 75. 
So if it's a brand new construction, you've got to go and tag it and paint and all this kind of stuff. And so, okay. So hold on. There's like a million questions coming it's, through. It's Guys, it's not going to be more than four hundred dollars on any on any deal. Usually, who pays that fee? I do. No, no, though the 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 five ninety five admin fee or or the seller pays it. Yeah, but that's a whole. I teach people how to do that. I, this guy taught me how to do it back in two thousand three, and and I've I've never had a deal where I didn't charge the five ninety five. Now, if you if you if your game is not tight, you can't charge five ninety five. But I've got. Whole, I'm serious. I'm serious. Well, how can I charge five ninety five? Well, you know, I can charge it because I come in. I say, hey, Daniel, have you ever gone to to see a movie? Yeah, I've been to the movies. Okay. Well, have you ever been to the? We have it here. We call it the Gold Theater. Have you ever been to Gold Theater? Oh no, I haven't been there. I said, well, let me tell you about it since you haven't been there because I've been. When you go to see a movie, okay, guess what? They're going to give you a blanket. Not only that, you're going to recline. They're going to have not just the regular reclining chairs, but it's cushy, nice yeah. and cushy. Plus, by the way, they're gonna, you're going to be able to order any meal you want off the menu. You can have a, a pint of beer with it, whatever you want. And, mm-hmm. and they're there to serve you. Now, let me ask you a question. Are you, are you going to see the same movie that you could see maybe in the discount theater or some other theater? Yes, yeah, the same movie. So you can see it over there for $12 or over here for $25. Why do people go to that movie theater? They're sold out, you know, when they could go. They're paying for the experience. And here's what you're going to get with me, Daniel. You're going to get not one agent but at least two plus my contract to close person. So you're going to have three people tirelessly working to get your home sold. And it's not even going to cost, it's not even going to cost you double. It's not right. going to cost you twice as much to have three times as many people. It's just an additional five ninety five. And by the way, you don't even pay that Daniel until closing. So unless I'm successful with getting your home sold, you're not going to pay me anything. They're like, Oh, five ninety five done. <laughs> so do you write that transaction fee into the broker's listing agreement or the broker's buyer agreement? Yeah. Let me show you how I do it. So this is a listing that I took recently. So here's how I do it. So, I love it. He's just saying, look, this is how I do it, which is exactly the kind of guy that needs to be on our, our program every single time. Five ninety five payable to the Nolly team at closing. I get zero pushback. People always ask me, well, what, what, what if you get pushback? I'm, I don't get any. I've, I've never had pushback. I mean, the only thing I get is a question where they question what the fee is. But once I explain it to them, I say, have you ever worked with a team? Oh yeah, I've worked with a team before. Well, just imagine like right now, you know, we're having a conversation, right? We're on Zoom together. Yeah, we're on Zoom together. Okay, yep. so what would happen if somebody called me right now about your house or, or one of the other deals I've got going right now, they call and they want to talk to me. I can't pick up the phone, but guess what? That's why I've got a team. We make sure, even though I'm not available, you're gonna, you're, we're gonna get your house sold, top dollar. Another thing I do is, um, this is just a bonus, but this is another thing that I do. On the, on the broker conversation, it says 6% of sales price or 7% of sales price or 8% of sales price, okay? So when I'm talking to a seller, that's on every single listing agreement. And I say, but you know, what we're gonna do for you, we're gonna go ahead and charge our lowest rate. Yeah, we're gonna do it at 6%. Because with your house, we're not going to have to do like international marketing or any kind of special, you know, marketing that I might have to do with some of those other homes that I take. So I'm going to give you my lowest rate. Now, a lot of people are like, well, did they negotiate you down in your commission? It never happened. I have certain things in place. There's three things that I do and it's another conversation, but that it never happens to where they negotiate my, my rate. The reason why most people get their rate negotiated is because they never gave options in the first place. So when people say, hey, is your commission negotiable? I say, sure, it's negotiable. We'll talk about that when we have our Zoom call. So the initial call is just to get the basic information so I can run the market analysis and talk intelligently with them. So I can have the follow-up Zoom the next day or even later that afternoon. 
let me get critical pieces of information and then let's go ahead and sit down and talk about getting your home sold. And by the way, since you know I have a business partner, what I do, I'm going to go through everything with you. We're going to look at my marketing plan. I'm going to send you that. And then you look at that. We're going to do a Zoom call. We're going to both look at how we're going to get your home sold within the paradigm of, or within the auspices of what you want. And what we're going to do is make a decision if I'm the right person to hire. So what I love about that is, uh, and you're presupposing that the person is going to say yes or no by the end of the presentation. We're going to make a decision today together whether or not you're going to move forward. And, they're, and you're assuming the close and they, by moving forward with a Zoom call, they're committing to it. Absolutely. And so, and so like, one thing, that's a masterful move on the virtual world. Joey uh, has a question. So have you never lost someone or had somebody cancel a listing? I'm guessing that every real estate broker that's worth their salt has, ha- have, has lost. Have or had I ever a- been fired? Would yeah. I have the listing? Yeah, I've been fired before. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I've been fired. I've been fired yeah. a lot, you know, I, you know, it, it, but honestly, it's so, it's so interesting because the times I've been fired, I can remember like, like literally there's so few. Yep. So when you, when your game is that good and I'm not saying I'm the best in town, I'm just saying I'm really good mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and I know I'm good. And so when somebody, and I have had people not list with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the only feeling I get Daniel and I used to be funny. Why do I feel this way? I feel sorry for them of who they're going to get. I'm like, man, they could have had the best, but that's just the way I see it. I mean, you know, and and every agent should feel that way about themselves. But when you, when you come into the conversation, whether it be a zoom call, whatever it is, you have to have confidence, you know, your lack of confidence. There's a thing that we put off called energy and it doesn't matter what you say. Okay. Like, and that's why I teach objection handling so much, because if you don't know how to handle objections, what happens is, there's a split second. Like when I, let me give you an example. There, a guy came to me and he said, I said, how much do you want? And this years ago when I used to hire agents, he said, uh, I said, how much do you want to make a month? He said, man, I want to make $10,000 a month. I said, $10,000. And I did like that. And that's a technique. I mean, we, we know about, it. I know all every technique in the book. I right. said, $10,000. And you shake your head. No, like that. 10,000. Man, that's a lot of money. I did like that. And I said, wouldn't, wouldn't 5,000 be okay with you? That's exactly how, see how my head is shaking? Yes. Wouldn't 5,000 be all right. And now he, you know what he did? He, he looked back, he said, just for a split second, he did like this game over. You're done. Yeah. You know? Two seconds, two seconds. He came back. He said, Nolly, I couldn't do it on 5,000, but 6,000 be okay. <laughs> he gave himself a 40% pay cut in two seconds. Mm. In, in a one sentence conversation, he gave him, I didn't cut his pay. I just told him that I thought it was high and shook my head. He cut himself 40%, man. And by the way, he was on commission. So I didn't care how much he made. All I was doing was getting his subconscious mind to tell me what he really believed. Yes. And see, a lot of people come in. See, I know I'm when I come in and I'm on a Zoom call with you, I know we're signing the paperwork. And that's why I say things like, hey, when we sign the paperwork after we're done with this, the next thing, we're, just like you told them earlier, hey, guys, at the end, we're going to give away a free book. Well, we, yeah. it's not like we're going to just hang up and not give away a book. We just promised it to you. When you, when you list with me, what we're going to do is this. Mm-hmm. What you're going to get today when you guys sign with me, see what you're going to get. Going to get. That's a, that's a sub, subconscious language. You're going to get. Daniel, what you're going to get today when you hire me. What you're going to get. Yeah. You're going to get this, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to get it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I mean, sales and marketing. I go way back on that. 
what I want us to do, um, we're going to, we're about to wrap up. If you're listening right now, the recording is on the, my Outdesk Facebook business page. So, and, and Nolly will share it. I'll share it. So if you guys are connected to us on social media, it will be out there. Nolly, when you give up 90% of the listing tasks and the buyer tasks, what are you going to do with your free time? Well, for what I do, so I, I like to travel. I mean, and, and you guys, I mean, it, it was kind of a standing joke. Where are you now? Where are you today? Yeah. And honestly, people still ask me that. I'm like, dude, don't you know COVID-19 is on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm home. You're trying to rub it in? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll, that's just me. But, but anybody else, I mean, you could spend it with family. You, you could start other businesses, which I've done. I, I have multiple businesses. Or you can give back. I love doing that. I teach, yep. train, coach. You know, if you go to, to nolly.com right now, you can sign up for my Nolly Success Coaching for free. I, it's absolutely free. Right. Because I have a lot of time to do stuff like this. It's what I love to do, you know. But, yeah, so, so your free time, that's a good problem to have. <laughs> well, I wanted to make a point, And if you're listening, I think it's really important. We've got a couple of questions and comments. This is really important. When you come into a consultation, we ask the question, what are you doing with your time? What systems and processes do you currently have? And what are your goals? So the consultation basically says, hey, should you be doing that thing? That task is at the highest and best use of your time. And that's what you and I just went through today is like, there's only a certain amount of things within a business that you as the owner or the leader or the manager or the broker or whatever need to actually do it. Everything else can be given away or delegated down. People screw that up all day, left and right. Look here, everything in blue, that's a my Outdesk VA doing that. And that's not $25 an hour. <laughs> no, it's a lot less. <laughs> not, yeah. So with my Outdesk, this game on. One other thing people ask me all the time is probably going to be the questions, man, where do you get your seller leads? That's yep. why I wrote this book right here called Triple My Listings. If you don't have it, we ship it out to you. You pay the shipping. The book is free. Okay. You just yep. handle the shipping costs. It's uh, 27 marketing ideas for free seller leads because quite frankly, I got tired of answering the questions that people yeah. ask me on, on where I get all my seller leads. And right. this kind of breaks down the game. I, I don't hold anything back. Although I've never taught the virtual thing because most people weren't that interested in learning it. I know. I know. And you know, what's wild is, so we're 13 years old. We've been virtual forever working from our remote. You know, we have 6,000 virtual assistants in 13 years, helped 6,000 businesses grow and scale by teaching you how to delegate and leverage off all those tasks that you shouldn't be doing. That's what we do. And we wrote a book. Now's the time, right? We're going to, it's called scaling your business with mod virtual professionals. If you text M-O-D, MOD, M-O-D to 31996. Not only will you get our Go Remote Guide, but you'll get a consultation with us. In that consultation, we'll talk about what your challenges are, what you might need. Um, we'll give you a Nolly, whatever Nolly can share, whatever he promised to share on this thing. We'll give you that as well as a customized, how are you going to double your business right now? What do you need to stop doing? What do you need to start focusing on? And how do you need to scale your business to really grow? If you're in the real estate space, like Nolly and I, this is a no brainer for you, but it applies to everybody. That guy that I was talking about at the beginning, he owns 12 different franchise locations. Him and his brother who are worth multi-million dollars, they were still doing their own books. They were still doing their own answering of customer service. They were tied to Slack, literally 
literally the CEO of the company worth, you know, lots of money was still answering questions from his store managers on Slack. And I was like, dude, why are you wasting your time doing that stuff? You know? So everybody has a challenge. We help people solve those challenges. Just text MOD to 31996 completely free consultation. We'll give you everything Nolly promised here, plus a copy of her book, plus help you go remote, which you need help with right now in this world, right? Everybody needs to figure out how to sell remotely today. That's just the reality of it. Nolly, how would somebody get a hold of you if they wanted to go deeper? Tell them a little bit about mentorship masters. I know that's a big new thing that you've, you've launched. You're about two years into that, but let's talk about that and where people can find and follow you. Well, you know, I realize that 86%, according to the National Association of Realtors, uh, of agents don't make it in the business past five years. 86% or 87%, something like that. Like 13% make it. And so I created this thing called Mentorship Masters, which is kind of a, I wanted to see if I personally mentored people, could they succeed? And so that's at nolly.com, K-N-O-L-L-Y.com. Yep. The success stories are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I have a gal that just, I mean, she came to me, she had done eight deals her first year, but most of them were like leases and things like that. Her husband told her, if you don't make this work, you're one year in the business, I'm giving you one more year and you're going to go back to your corporate job. Yeah. I told her at the beginning, I said, Mina, he's going to be working for you one day. Well, her first year with me, she did 90,000 in GCI. This year she's on track for probably close to 200,000. She's going to easily hit 150, but she was on her way out of the business. Got a guy, another guy named Nick. He's closed five deals during the height of COVID in Seattle. And he he collected 85,000 in GCI. When he came to me, he had not a one deal on the, just 90 days ago, he didn't have a single deal, a single deal, even on the horizon. (laughs) (laughs) Just like we're talking today, I have a call with him every single week and I get them with an accountability partner within the group and make sure that they're succeeding. So that's a group that actually run through EXP, but people that are like, man, I'm not, I'm not ready to join another brokerage or whatever. Then I do knowledge success coaching, which is different. It's that's just business and life coaching. It's just straight for anybody that owns, that has a business. Cause I own three businesses right now. Real estate is one of them. And I run all of them remotely and all of them through with my Outdesk VAs. Talk about the value that you see, because we're wrapping up, but I want to know, like in your world, how do virtual assistants fit into business? Like what's the highest and best use? How would you use them? And what should people be doing with them? Okay. So my VAs have higher uh, education than I do. Yeah. <laughs> like one of, I remember when you sent me the thing is like master's degree in computer science and this one has a degree. I'm, I'm like, man, I don't, I dropped out of college. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, so, so literally, let me just tell you, my VAs run my businesses. Yep. That's, I mean, I, I don't know any other way to say it. I remember when, when, when I first had a conversation, I don't know if you remember this, I was doing a lot of stages and I was one year I hit like 70 cities I was doing crazy stuff, but I, I was doing, I was just out there. And I asked you, I said, man, I need somebody to process these orders. Mm-hmm. And you, you remember that conversation? I was mm-hmm. like, I don't, anyway, I was like, man, I don't know if I can trust somebody over there with my, with the credit card, inf- you know, sensitive information. Yep. And you were like, you asked me, you like, uh, Nolly, who, how do you think your monthly fee at my out desk is processed? And it, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love here's it. Here's the thing. These are the most trustworthy people on that I've ever met. You yep. know, Noemi has been working with me for six years. I think Chris has been with me for seven years. And uh, then we hired an, another guy that's been with, with us for over a year. Just yep. hired him. He yep. does all our video production. And I mean, just the, the, the kind of things that these people can do, 
the talking to people. I mean, nobody even knows that they're in the Philippines, you know, because I, and this is something that we, you know, it's one of those things that we don't talk much about, but a lot of people have a question about it is, you know, what's their accent going to be like and these kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. And that was my big thing. And, and literally I did so many deals. It was a gal uh, that did all my booking back in the day. I had a full-time booking a, a person with my out desk. I just yep. teach them what I want them to do and I have them do it. And, uh, Everybody thought she was my wife. So when we would go on the, you know, appointments or, or go to speak, they'd say, hey, and they'd be, they thought that she, they were talking to her the whole time. And yeah. it's like, you know, the, the gal has zero accent. Like you, you, she would, could have been from Kentucky. I mean, who knows? So anyway, it's a game changer. I don't know if I answered the question, but what I do is I systematize my business and then I teach that to my VAs. Yes. That's the missing beauty. When we have clients that have a process and a system and you can just plug our virtual assistants into something that already is proven, tested and works, you, what you want to do is you want to optimize your system. Then you want to automate it as much as possible. Then you want to delegate it out leverage it to somebody else. That way you're focused on the stuff that is driving revenue. Guys, with this, we got to rock and roll. Go to our website, myoutdesk.com. You can get a consultation. Just tell them all the stuff that you want um, when you request that consultation. But if you haven't already, text MOD to 31996 and you'll get this, you know, the Go Remote Everything that Nolly talked about today, plus our book, Scaling Your Business. Nolly, I just want to thank you Oh, I knew I was bringing you out of your company. I'm like, have you ever done this before? And he's like, no, but let's see what it turns into. And so I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much. Thanks guys for showing up again. Myoutdesk.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Houses don't have to be seen to be sold. That's right, baby. Thanks for joining us guys. Thank you so much for your time.